0: The Barefoot
1: Punter, because statistics are the best. The Barefoot Punter, because you don't need footwear
0: to bet. Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2021 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome to The
2: Logical One. Thanks, Mug. I'm up and about tonight, and I don't know why. Because I did my absolute. I think I, I think I, did, I know.
0: I did my absolute conquers on the weekend. <laughs> I know. Geez, it was a bit. I think uh, all round it was a, a bit of a stinker. We've got Benny here as well. I think, uh, mate, you, you've been absolutely on fire this year, but uh, we had a little little uh, little little dip uh, for you too, I think. But how are you going, Pope? Let's be
1: honest here, Mug. Nowhere near it over the weekend. Nowhere near it. But we'll only to bounce back this week. I've got a glimpse of your runcie in front of me too. Some interesting sub. Um, points happening there too, that I look forward to the next 10 minutes that we're going to talk about, so take it away. And, uh, I can't wait to get into the NRL, uh, as per usual,
2: three certainties in life, death, taxes and huge lines on NRL. The, uh,
1: the favourites are very short again this week, Pope. They are, they are, logical one. Generally there'll be one or two that go close, it's trying to identify which one or two find out of that pack so that's that's the art of in betting at the moment yeah you've done well at that this year not so well on the weekend that was
2: probably the one weekend you haven't found the right outsiders but you've been doing that well all year so look forward to looking into that a bit later on
1: and there are one or two outsiders that we'll talk to as well so we'll get to that later in the show good stuff thanks pope
0: now Logical, you've been on Zebel watch
2: the last couple of weeks. You've been, what did he do this week? I'm not on Zebel watch. I'm on kickout watch. <laughs> They're cheats. They're like, it's like playing footy against your little brother and kicking goals. And, you know, like, do you think Zebel sits back and thinks, I'm getting six extra posses a week, you know, like, through my st- stats and my fantasy? Do you think that bothers him? Like, oh. cause, <laughs> how does he sleep at night? He got eight again on the weekend. Like, this, it's got to stop. I got a message from one of my mates during the week. Sean I used to work with him a long time ago very good judge he said mate you have got to start a campaign to get rid of the kick out stat and it, it's got to go
0: I'm always uh interested when you 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 know there's a couple of guys for each team that do a bit of kicking and they're sort of in the same vicinity when the ball goes through just to see you saw almost just see
2: a little race to get to go get the ball to see who's going <laughs> to it's, kick it's it right it's like it's <laughs> almost like for me, it's Zeeble. I don't see Zeeble as a particularly great kick. You don't go, oh, gee, Zeeble's a great kick. It's he's who's hungriest. He's, a, he's, he's not just, a great kick. He's yeah. just the hungriest and the angriest, and he's just <laughs> all these other players step aside, and he just takes it every Seniority. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless he's either off. For his rotations or he's you know somehow drifted forward he, he takes every single kick out unbelievable and there's a few of those few of those hungry guys getting around the, the now, league and
0: now logical we spoke about uh, a couple of um misses there from us before and I, I just made a comment just just remind me never ever to back against the cats again down at the cattery even though we know its value We've just been burnt so many times down there. I just, just make me promise that I'm never going to back against him. You know what happens,
2: Mug? What happens here is they start the week at ten and a half. Okay. And then they get, and they goes, they get backed, and it goes to fifteen, and you're like, oh no, no, I can't, I can't, hits, I can't, I to can't. 20. Imagine, I imagine this, imagine this game. Imagine if you had that rule, and it would have got to forty points, and you would have <laughs> had your life on it. And they got beaten <laughs> they by. we they, they still would have covered. <laughs> you just
0: cannot predict that sort of stuff. Oh, it's uh, that's uh, that's sickening. Um, that might lead us
2: into our next topic: uh, logical bad beats. Yeah, it's a it's a favourite segment. There, I didn't see too much this week where it was right on the you know, like missed by one or two points. But there was that Friday night and we we backed the plus and I thought, you know, halfway through that last quarter or a chance on the plus and that got blown out by a mile. But it was the total points in that game. I think there was twelve goals to three quarter time. Ooh. And
1: twelve
2: in the last quarter and oh. it, it skyed over total went or flew over, they would be that's just heart heart wrenching to watch when you're sitting at home and you're on the unders. Go, no, not another one, <laughs> no, not another one. You can just see it opening up. <laughs> it's sickening, isn't it? And I it? think it even even those twelve goals in the last quarter, I think that was skewed to the last half of the last quarter. Yeah, gee,
0: that, that is a tough one. I well, I had one on the uh, on the props. We need a boak. I think we only needed him to get three possessions in the last quarter and Spent the first six minutes on the pine. I'm thinking, okay, all right, the old bloke's got to come on. He's going to get some cheap ones. Then he spent the last nine minutes on the pine and uh, and missed the possessions by one. So that was a bit annoying.
1: That was a bit annoying. And uh, what about you, Pope? Anything over in the NRL? Wasn't a lot of standout smug over the weekend. The one that probably does leap out is Newcastle Plus. So if you had the courage to take Newcastle at the big... Start going down to the Fuller Mountains to take on Penrith. They um plus seven and a half for most of the week and even leading into the jump on Thursday night that sat. And they were good value for it. That game set at ten six to Penrith for a long time, but the class of the competition front runners told in the end and they go away with it to win twenty four six a couple of half a point, including a try in the last five minutes and conversion from the sideline to Pippi at the plus. So that was the only one from the weekend that really stood out. That's a bit tough.
0: All right, Logical, are you ready to do some games? Let's do it. Friday night, MCG Richmond taking on the Dogs, Logical. This is a, a big game and a very interesting game. 2.53, uh, the Tigers, and we a got $1.52, the Dogs line opened up in some markets around about a, a 13 and a half and it's trimmed up in most now to about 10 and a half 11 and a half and I, and I must say there was just something that felt very wrong about seeing the tigers with a 13 and a half plus next to their name that just made me think wow geez that's a that's a, a big shift uh for the tigers in it well what are we now Round six or whatever but you probably wouldn't have thought that at the start of the year
2: is this deja vu this this the tigers have done this before the sucker punch they Dusty goes down. They they get a few injuries. They lose games. They they drift. But you know what's happened different this year. The punters haven't fallen for nah, it. they haven't. The drifted. futures market hasn't budged. They, budge, they hasn't. have not drifted. <laughs> but I think it's different this year. And I and I I didn't like them at the period of time last year. But their depth is really thin. Well, the other week when they played that the other Martin and some of the other nation, these guys, I thought they were quite not quite up to it. And I think they're lacking depth and. I, this line when I first saw it, I didn't like it, but I couldn't be on the Tigers. I could only be on the dogs here. And, um, so I don't know whether enough to, to back them, but at the moment I, I, am just dogs, but maybe not a bet.
0: Yeah. I've had a go at the 13 and a half. I just couldn't say, say no to that. Um, I was there on Saturday night actually, and there was actually still a fair bit to like about the Tigers game. I actually thought the Tigers were actually still pretty good. Um, melbourne was just really good you okay. know Mel- melbourne melbourne actually out richmond richmond do they're, you believe yeah well i i don't believe in the uh, <laughs> i don't believe in the d's just yet but um but i was very impressed with the d's like they, they their work rate their pressure everything was really good and i don't know if you recall there was a, a game we went to a couple of years ago richmond and and the d's and richmond just had this arrow defense set up where they had one back Two up on the flanks, they did exactly the same thing. May and Lever yeah. and Richmond fell for it. They kept bombing it deep uh, down to the opposition defence, and uh, I thought they were, they played a bit dumb actually. Richmond, they yep. they were under pressure and they dump kicked it to the um, to the to the big boys down back, and they got hurt. Um, so well, I think Tigers can tidy that up, um, and um, and I think uh, you know i was still pretty happy with their pressure and the intensity that they played with. Um, I think the Tigers will be all right here. Okay, so there you go. The mugs putting up the Tigers. I'm no bet. Yep. Saturday night up at the Gabba Logical, we've got Brisbane taking on Port Adelaide and uh, if not the clash of the round, one of them for sure. Uh, Very interesting game here. We've got Brisbane at 2.13 at home and Port $1.72. That line opened up six and a half um, to Port and now it's just trimmed up a little bit back to four and a half how are you seeing this one?
2: I'm seeing a very good team in Port Adelaide yep. going away against a reasonably good team. I think pretty, Brisbane are going pretty well, but they've lost Lockie Neal. I thought Powell were really good against St Kilda. I didn't think St Kilda were horrible. And, you know, Port have also beaten Richmond in recent times. If if Port weren't going so well, I'd be really on Brisbane. And I, it's a bit of a broken record here again, but it looks about right to me. So no bet again for me here. Neal not going to play for Brisbane he's he was really courageous to keep playing on on the weekend but they're going to miss him this week he hasn't been as good as he was last year but he'll still be missed so no bet here for me yeah cool i had um
0: in my notes here just brisbane going okay but port going great and uh i'm keen to get with port uh and i think we might even see a little bit more movement so i think that could get uh even closer to the pick so that being the case if we get that sort of number uh i'll be having a go on port quite like them Sunday afternoon, MCG, 3.20, Essendon taking on the Blues at the big stadium, Logical. We've got uh, Essendon here, seven and a half point outsider and that's drifted out a little bit now from uh, five and a half, six and a half uh, over the weekend. Be really, I've got some thoughts on this one. I'd be really interested to hear yours, Logical. What are you yeah, saying?
2: Fluctuated a little bit. Was this some Sunday night tweeting from the mug on this game that I saw as well?
0: Always get a little Sunday mm. night tweet, <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: uh, Logical. <laughs> um, but uh, mate, keen to hear your thoughts. What do you reckon? Well, Ridley back for the Bombers. Uh, Carlton, they, I think they, lose a couple. Um, uh, if my memory serves correctly, I'll get back to that. Um, at, at the MCG. Probably slightly favours Essendon. Uh, I, when I saw that opening line, I was quite keen on the Bombers. But have they got a letdown factor after a big win Yeah, I, at, on Anzac Day? That, that's the only thing stopping me betting them there. So, again, no bet for here for me.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's probably the only thing that went through my mind as well. You know, they had a big emotional lift for Anzac Day. They had a great win. Uh, do they relax a, a little bit? Yeah. Look, statistically, I think the, that market's probably about right. If you use Brisbane as your sort of your linchpin to sort of have a think about that number. But I don't know, I, I just think uh, Essendon at the MCG on Sunday afternoon, I, I can see about 50,000 people there on Sunday, and I reckon about 35, maybe 40,000 are gonna be for Essendon. And um, I think that might be enough to get them home. And uh, and I actually, Essendon's forward line versus Carlton's defense, they just seem like they've got a few different weapons up forward. I think Essendon, and, and I'm not sure Carlton's defence is going that good. So I, I, I'm I'm quite
2: happy with Essendon here. I'm, I'm speaking quite about the on Essendon crowd. Did you, I thought they had a much bigger supporter base at the Anzac Clash? The roar was much bigger when Essendon kicked a goal in Collingwood. Did you feel the same? I,
0: I was actually in the park kicking the footy for most okay. of that game. Okay, uh, and so I I could probably attest to uh, to that. Um, yeah it actually did sound like there was a bigger roar when when SM, but maybe they just haven't uh enjoyed that much success for a while so they were enjoying it a little bit more potentially could have been it. <laughs> perhaps
2: but they uh, were quite good a lot better than they've been or well, parts of the year and probably should have won by more they should uh, have won by a lot more yeah. um as I said before, now the Blues don't really have any injury concerns this week, but they don't really get anyone back. You know who they're missing?
0: They're they're really missing Fisher and they're really missing Jack Martin. Those those two boys combined, uh, I think are are really important for them going forward. Their ball has been pretty bad going into the forward line. And um, yeah, I I like the Bombers at six and a half. And um, yeah, I, Surprised to see it jump out to seven and a half and yeah, we'll be having a little go. So the mug's just going bang, bang, <laughs> bang. This
2: weekend. Yeah, and what are you doing? Like? You're on
0: the fence. <laughs> Shouldering arms of <a> bit. <laughs> we'll see if we can get one out of here. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, we're going over to the west for the big derby, a west coast hosting Frio. Uh, logical this is for our western australian listeners and we know we've got a lot over there i think his name's pete um so uh, mate what are you seeing in this one we've got uh west coast uh opening up 10 point favorite and that's really uh that's trimmed up a little bit now to six and a half but what
2: are you seeing here the big wa clash west coast that's one of west coast's worst games i've seen them play in a long long time oh, pooey, they were rudderless they? they lost they lost uh, mcgovern during the Match and he won't play again this week. He's critical, but they probably get Kennedy and um, Hearn back, which will be big yep. inclusions. And I, they won't they won't dish that up again. What's big in some of these uh derbies is the home team, yep. West Coast of the home team, so they get their home team. Home well, powered. maybe has it been
0: signed off the COVID
2: uh, situation? That's uh, a, a good point. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, so maybe it's powder I don't know, where the, I don't know where the crowd situation is, but if there's a crowd, that sort of suits. Yep, a little bit for the West Coast. Yep. Helps a little bit. I've, I've seen that help quite a bit in some of the, the derby matches when they've had that one-sided crowd. Um, uh, yeah, so West Coast ins and outs, they're still a long way away from full strength. Freo, uh, perf- oh, we've got some breaking news here. Crowds will be able to attend the Eagles Dockers Kane. That's a text from our mate Pete straight in. <laughs> He's listening live uh, from WA. Um, so that's good to see. Uh, and, um, yeah, but Freo are overperforming. They're, they're they're not doing a lot wrong at the moment. Yep, um, well coached. But uh, once again, I just I, this. This was about eight and a half at the start of the week. I thought I liked West Coast. Then now it's coming to where it is. I'm I'm no better again. So sorry about that, listeners. Oh, really? Okay. We know this won't be the case come
0: Saturday. So you might have to go to the mailbag dot <laughs> to uh, to get some of uh, logical's work there. Um, look, I, I really like what Freo are doing. Uh, I think they're well coached, well well drilled, and you got the uh, the main man with the funny haircut. Absolutely uh, dominating. Um, so I uh, love what Fife's doing. You'd think West Coast have to bounce back though. You'd you'd absolutely think that they'll come out breathing fire. Maybe wait for teams, see where that price uh, gets to. Uh, I'm not uh, in any rush to, to be going out and back in West Coast right now. But um, but yeah, wait for teams. My, my lean probably is the West Coast just with the bounce back factor. All right, logical. That's it for AFL. Now let's talk some NRL with the Pope.
2: Round eight, NRL, and we're going on to the Thursday night game at GIO Stadium, Cam- Canberra Raiders versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, always questions and worries me. What What is a Rabbitoh? I don't know how that is. Anyhow, getting off track, um, we've got the Rabbitohs, four-and-a-half-point favourites, $1.53, and the Canberra Raiders, two fifty five. dollars uh, What are your thoughts here, Pope?
1: Just just to touch on what you said earlier, you are up and about this week. It's, <laughs> it's very obvious, so <laughs> we can delve into that as this goes on a little bit too. Um, this has moved this afternoon pretty quickly as well. So Josh Lihi, I'm going to say with his new pronunciation as he likes to be called, this year is out for Canberra. Um, that was three and a half up to this point, and then it's moving and it's it's um, quickly heading towards five and a half, six at some. Um, I see where this is going, mate. I've seen this before. As as you know, logical one, we are affiliated with the Canberra Raiders <laughs> as we talk to them every week. So here we are again, and if this price gets much bigger, we are gonna be pretty hard to resist at home yeah and, and they're not going well and i'm upgrading from i think i said last week they're just going they're not they're, they're playing poorly yep but at home siege mentality after how they're playing again ricky stewart's pulled some levers at selection um i can see them reacting to some degree um how much they do is is up for it goes, but if it's getting up to 255 260 that's um it's going to start becoming attractive if it gets to 270 plus.
2: Yeah, so I expect it to move and if it does,
1: then that's the bet. We will. What The information I had coming into this prior to the selection update was an angle around their mm. second half actually, that their last three second halves, Canberra, they've lost 49 to 4 and South had won 7 from 7 this year. So that was the angle I was originally thinking and um, that's probably changing a bit as this price goes out, but still, still a potential watch for, watch for mailbag um subscribers that we might look at uh, something along those lines as well yep yep good i like to see that
2: price sensitivity and the second game we're looking at tonight we're moving along to saturday saturday afternoon at uh cannington park in bathurst do they play many games there in bathurst
1: another one similar to darwin once a year um sort of type arrangement again missed last year but prior to that it was it was usually about once yeah annual game
2: yep so uh we've got the novelty stadium in bathurst uh Penrith Panthers, 14.5 point favourites and uh, seventeen here against Manly. What are your thoughts here?
1: These two teams played each other four weeks ago, in round four actually and we've touched in previous weeks around the power of Turbo. That line was 19.5 Manly at home, so on a neutral venue you're probably looking at 22, 22.5 and this game's 14.5 four weeks later so that's roughly eight and in round four, what you know is, is less too, so that in reality that that could have looked different. You, the market's still forming around some of these big lines being So in round
2: around. four, who covered the line? Penrith covered. The, Penrith covered the, the... The nineteen and a half that jumped. And a half. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah, so it, and that was at Manly's home ground. So if you take the neutral venue, that, it's probably eight points for Turbo, which we touched on a few weeks ago. And I probably don't think it's enough. He's he's worth double figures that, that man. He's, he's unbelievable what he does for that team. So, and that's the angle we're going to go down. If, um, stay away from the plus, but mainly at head to head this week we're probably going to get behind at $5 or so. If um, The one aspect with Penrith is they don't concede points. What Turbo can do is create points, and if they can get to 18 20 they're going to be right in this game. Um, Penrith aren't quite the same team you take away from Bluebet. Neutral venue, Bathurst, yeah, the $5 head-to-head um, is pretty attractive for me. I
2: absolutely love this one, Manly. I was looking at this price, is Turbo not playing again? Like, What have they done since he got back? I think they smashed... Both teams they've played, haven't they?
1: Yep, 36 zip against Titans and then 40 to 6 against West last week. And as I said, he, he brings others around him up. The Daily Cherry Evans, who we discussed a few weeks ago, he looks suddenly was, like the origin halfback. It was half better, bet it was better it on the
2: weekend. Oh, I love this it bet. Was. I know Penrith are going well, but um, yeah, that sounds great.
1: Yeah, they, as it's touched on, they're not the same team away from Blue Bet. They went up to Suncorp against Broncos a couple of weeks ago, and that was um, scores were tied six minutes ago. So. Um, Jimmy Manley here at
2: $5. All right, the third game we're going to look at here is uh, Saturday night at uh, 7.35 at McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. It's usually some funky stadiums, isn't there, in the uh, NRL. Uh, the Sydney Roosters away from home are six-point favourites, $1.47 against the Roosters. The Knights are two sixty-five.
1: Concussion watch here, logical one. So similar to the Cleary incident of four, five or six weeks ago. James Tedesco went off the concussion last week. We're dealing with some variables. He's, he's had three in ten months. Roos is a conservative. I can make this a roughly around this number with Tedesco in. So upside is all Newcastle at home here. Um, I think they're probably a bet with Tedesco. And then you've, you've got the upside if he misses that. Probably goes to um, to plus two, plus one and a half territory.
2: Yeah. And so Tedesco was named
1: tonight but unlikely to play. You think all... Maybe 50-50 or something like that. 50-50, I'll go. If you sort of take a bit of a read from their extended bench, um, so the four players outside the 17, they have got two outside backs there and, and a hybrid um, back-rower outside back, which is an unusual composition for your extended bench. So that leans me also to think that the, it is a 50-50 arrangement for Tedesco, so there's upside.
2: Yeah, and that's that, sound, that reminds me of a match you spoke about earlier on the season when um, Cleary was in doubt. You said it was just a, a free bet. With it here again, it's just a free bet that he doesn't play or he
1: isn't right, um, and you make that price already, so it's a no brainer. Yeah, and touching on the bad beats, Newcastle were good against Penrith too, so put them back on their home deck. There's the other side um, that adding to that upside um, that's already there with Tedesco being in in some sort of doubt.
2: And the last game of the round, uh, Sunday afternoon, two o'clock at Central. Coast Stadium in Gosford and I think this one is the mark, mailbag.com.au dot market mover of the week. New, uh, the North Queensland Cowboys have been off the map, I think flat eight into three and a half.
1: Yeah, number of factors there. Um they beat Canberra up up there, so big re rate for them. Warriors carrying some injuries and Jason Tomal is back as well or named this afternoon. So number of reasons that's come into year three and a half, two and a half, but big move in the in the space of week there and um looking at teams on paper it's probably about right now too i think it's very evenly matched um central coast stadium and warriors have played there for the best part of 18 months now um while they've been based in australia but their record there is one from three this year so the home ground advantage seems pretty minimal obviously crowd support um, the home crowd factor is not there when they play there as well Um, again probably thinking margins here for cowboys i can see them um warriors are sort of up and down Hot and cold, and you don't know what you're getting week to week. So um, the value of things in your 13 plus and margins for for cows, if they do get on a roll, and they can go over this one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of margins, and you haven't spoken about it this week, the storm have been just beating up every team at the margins. But I see this week they're 17.5 point favourites against Cronulla. It's just too, is it just too many?
1: It maybe is, but if uh, I've probably found the theory of come um, coming to, if you get that close. In, in what you rate it you're better off just on the minus like the upside From that and the momentum that these good teams have it's it's potentially still a bet there like it You got Pat Ryan Papenhausen missing um, Can only get a couple back so steer clear of that this week, but um, We for Melbourne subscribers. We there is probably a totals angle on that now uh, 42 and a half looks really low for Amy on uh, what's going to be a dry Friday in Melbourne, so we'll um, yeah, Watch out subscribers later in the week
2: well, thanks for joining us again, Pope, and uh, look forward to another round of uh, NRL. Can't wait. Thanks, Logical One. And uh, I know you did it very well last week. Do you want to uh, it, hand it over to the mug for the sign-off or are uh, you you're getting comfortable in the position?
1: Fire away, Pope. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought, I thought it um, went pretty well last week, so I'll go again. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>